Hey guys, I'm Lana Turner. You're listening to the Perfect 10 podcast. And I am so excited this morning to be having a very LA morning alongside of my good friend, Maddie Fontana. Hi, how, how are you, you doing? Good, good. How you doing? I'm good. We, we, both of us were talking about our LA mornings. Really? Yeah. Isn't that when it, you described what you did? I was like, yeah. I mean, you wake up, you work you, out. You go to the gym, you wake up, you grab some breakfast, and then you sort of. What was your breakfast? Was it an LA breakfast? No. It was an East Coast breakfast. It was an English muffin breakfast sandwich. I did do a little LA with it, though. The stupidest thing ever, like just so counterproductive. I got a bacon, egg, and cheese English muffin Uh breakfast sandwich at this little thing, this place, but I had them give me egg whites. Ew. Yeah. Like, what do you. Why egg whites when you have the bacon, the cheese? In the the English muffin. Yeah, you're not really saving much. No, no, you're not doing anything. You just, I, it makes you feel better, I think, to say egg white. Egg white. I go through phases where I'm like, I'm gonna do the egg white thing, and then after a while, I'm like, ew, like it's kind of it doesn't make sense. Where you just eat the whole egg, right? Uh, I mean, I it doesn't know. really make it taste any different, but at the same time, it, it's a little bit douchey. Right, right. With the bacon <laughs> and the cheese, especially. Yeah, you know, and the guy looked at me kind of like, really, guy. Yeah, but I guess if you're going to just do, like, egg whites on their own, just, like, flavorless oh, no. egg whites, it's Ugh. just, yeah. Awful. So you you shaved off, what, like, 30 calories off your yeah, full, so, I mean. 300 calorie sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's. Half my, half my daily calorie, caloric intake. So was that was a little L.A. creeping into your Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I uh, I did something this morning called a burpee kettlebell swing thing. So it's like, it's a, it's a 13 ladder down. So you do um, 13 kettlebell swings, 13 burpees, 12, 12, 11, 11, all the way down to one in under 10 minutes. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That's, that's crazy. It's like prison style. Yeah. It's how those, is it, that's like considered CrossFit, right? Not, well, I, okay, so the guy, what I do is I drop, okay, so my morning starts super early. I get up at like 6, 6, 10, and then I have to make breakfast for kids, get the kids up, like I'll do laundry. I'll do like all this stuff that I would never have time to do it any other time during the day, which is so incredibly boring. It's funny. But I saw you and I said, I had a full morning already. Yeah, I was and like, you like yeah, yeah, fuck you did. Yeah, <laughs> you single dude. Yeah. I had to get two humans out of bed that don't want to get dressed and complain the whole time. And it's it's like it, it's like getting a cat out the door. I mean, like, literally both of them have to like, had to drop a morning deuce this morning. Ugh. And I, one of them isn't fully proficient at at, at, at you know, cleaning so you up. Gotta make sure. So yeah, I'm doing that. Where I'm it's like, supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a full morning. But then, like, as soon as I drop them, I walk to um, this guy's garage. It's like three or four houses up from the school, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just like a hardcore workout. It's like in cinder blocks in his garage. That's and incredible. he's amazing. I've been t- I've been going there for like three years. It's affordable, so I can like you know, for do it. But it's a bit, we call it boot camp, not CrossFit. He gets mad about CrossFit because people get hurt doing CrossFit. That's what I was going to say. That sounds like, I mean, when I, I knew I was coming here and I got up at like 7.15, which for me is early. Cause that I, is early. I, I have late nights. Like yeah. you do too. Yeah. You know, where I, that's where I saw you and you invited me to do this. Right. Was at a comedy club. At like, like 1 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'm up like six hours later. Yeah. You're, I yeah. mean, I don't admire you at all for that. You know, yeah. you're, you do have two kids and it's sort of something of a routine, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's now. just exa- I, I like um, stockpile sleep when I can get it. Sure. I don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. I, no, but I, so I got up at, um, I, all I did was I ran five miles on a treadmill because I'm still nursing some wounds. Um, from some, but that workout just sounds like 
I'm just sort of like horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps me sane. Like I feel like mm-hmm. if I didn't like somehow if I go like when I go out of town or when I miss it for a couple of days because of whatever, I just feel mm-hmm. like not right in my body and mind. Like I have to get that energy out of me. I don't know. It's, at this point, I've been doing it for so long that if I don't somehow like beat the shit out of myself yeah. physically, I'll do it mentally. Maybe. That's the same with me. Like I, I last week I was sick. And oh. I, I was just like dying to go do for a something, run right? Or go. I, I I I lift weights when I'm at the gym too. I cut that out today because I didn't have a time. But um, I I feel like shit. I feel like a like I I even though I'm not gaining any weight, I feel like I'm getting bigger. Like when I don't wear like it's just messier. Yeah, or no, sloppier. you just feel gross. I know. Yeah. After it's a routine. I remember through my twenties, I didn't really even have to work out. I was I'm, I've always been like a thin guy, but once I hit my thirties, I'm just like, no, you got to kind of maintain this stuff. So, uh, in order to do what we do, I'm I'm I'm. You act and stuff like that as well, right? Yeah, you know, lately I've been getting some cool opportunities to do like little independent films and stuff. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not good at the whole auditioning thing. I I can't deal with that much. I mean, when I've auditioned, I've done well and I've gotten things like early mm-hmm. on when I first moved to LA. But it just, I equate auditioning to a dry finger in the ass. Like it's just <laughs> right. I mean, because you go into a, a room and then they just like you invest a lot of time and energy it's a constantly applying for a job that you're probably not going to get and that's too much rejection for my self-esteem can i, I don't... tell you a quick story about yeah what just happened to me on my last audition you got a dry finger in your ass it was well <laughs> so i get called in for this to audition for this job i go i you know sit down and um calling people's names they call my name i get up i come around the corner to go in the room and I look up, and it's a girl that I hooked up with. Doing and the casting? Like, she, uh, casting the... the... Yeah. Oh. So I call my... Was it I, a good hookup? Like, was it a good thing? Well, the way it ended, it, she got a little needy, and I got a little, like, you got to calm down. Not yeah. needy? Yeah, I got a little, like, <laughs> needy. see ya. Uh... Not in a, I wasn't... I'm not an asshole. I, I wasn't a mean person or anything like that, but I just... Uh, it was one of those things where I was just like, okay, enough. Just stop. Just cut cut the I just had to cut the cord and I look up and it's her and she's in and I'm, so I go through the audition I have to read with her for the audition like Wait, she's, so she's the but she's casting it she's not auditioning as well no 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 she's okay. she's one of the people that works at the casting office oh. so I leave and I call my manager and I was like hey look I don't think I'm getting this job and she's like why what's going on I was like well this girl that like a, a while ago I had hooked up with was running the thing. She was like, she's probably just a reader, or she's probably just a camera person, because it was the first audition. It wasn't like a callback or anything like that. So she was like, let me but go. Did check. you get a callback? Because maybe no. I was gonna say maybe <laughs> maybe she really liked you and thought, all right, maybe well, we can hook up again. She, no. um, you should have gone up to her and been like, hey. My no. manager was like, it wasn't a reader. It was a, it was the legitimate casting, casting. director. And yeah. Did like, you know uh, when you were like with her that she was a casting agent? Did you know this? It, no. Um, we didn't really talk all that much. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a weird situation. So you didn't even was know she those... was. A, if you'd have known she was a casting agent, would you have been less? <laughs> I wouldn't have done it in the first place. Just Got it. this town's That's too small. Hilarious. You know how small this town is. It's just. Yeah, I mean. Um, it's ridiculous. And then I, I had my manager call, and ask for feedback. I was like, oh. call and ask for feedback. This is hysterical. This is just too funny. Like it stinks. But I mean, make lemonade. Out right, of, right. Find out what's you know, going on. Right. Tomato juice, whatever you want to call it. It, it. 
and she she sent it. She's like, he did, he did a great job. Uh, we just sent it over to producers, and I was like, oh my god, like this girl is like just. To- I I felt like she was just toying with my, <laughs> with with you know what I mean, just like dangling the carrot. Right. Ugh, it was so. I was gonna text her to him and be like, hey, and I was like, nah, don't even open up that line of communication again. That's hilarious, though. Yeah, but my I told a buddy of mine, he's like, only you, only you. This kind of stuff only happens to you. So I have a question, and then mm-hmm. we'll get we're gonna talk prom stories. But first, you have a promise ring. It's not a promise ring. It's a clatter ring. Um, it's uh, uh, no, that's a that's a, like an old Irish promise ring. No, it's a clatter. Had... It, it if you turn it. It's a stem, a symbol of strength, loyalty, and love, for, I, like with family and friends. Okay, because I had a boyfriend, and my first boyfriend ever mm-hmm. in college gave me something that looked just like this as a promise ring, which, which, and which was bullshit because he didn't promise dick. But, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, well, it's I a lie we were too. we were too. Yeah, it was a lie. It was it was a, so much for promises. Mm-hmm. I've learned that. But that's a that I've had one on my hand since I was a kid. Um, you so turn it's it a, fa- around a family thing when you 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 the hot is out. Uh-huh. It's not a family thing. It's more of just an Irish traditional thing. Uh, when the hot is out, it means uh-huh. your hot's free. Uh-huh. And then when you turn it around like that, it means your hot's I swear to it's somebody. the it looks like the exact same ring that he gave me in college, which like I said, it didn't it didn't mean doesn't anything, resemble but... a wedding ring though, right? And no. it's on the wrong hand. I just never see one of those. Like I haven't seen one of those in years and like I said, I only I was given one at one time. Yeah. It's so weird. People think that this is a wedding band. Yeah, I'm like, it's on the wrong. But hand, it's on the wrong it hand. But, anything but like I think you're supposed ring. to wear your promise ring on the wrong hand, and then, uh, anyways, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I was just curious about that. No. So I was wondering if that was like something from, and we were since the next thing we were going to talk about. Well, the reason why you came in is because you keep telling me every time I see you that you got this amazing prom story. And I'm like, don't now tell I me, feel don't tell like me. It's gonna be, it's built up. No, no, okay. Well, we talk. Well, prom but, stories are always like ridiculous, and nobody has a, a good. Or I don't think. Well, I don't know. Is this a good prom story? Mine's it's like, like a John Hughes movie. Okay. Mine is ridiculous. It's just absolutely absurd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you want me to start telling it now? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Let's, don't let's just say build it. it up and then leave it, like you okay. said, for the weeks um, and weeks and weeks. So I uh, I went to an all boys high school uh, back in Boston, an all boys Catholic high school, and that's kind of like normal back there. And um, I. I have the most amazing parents, right? But my dad's like very, he's a quiet guy. And I have a gay brother. So talking to girls isn't sort of something that I was like sort of force fed as a kid. Um, And prom was coming up and I wanted to take this girl. Um, She was pretty. She was, I kind of took a woman to prom. I mean, this girl was 18, but she looked like she was... Like twenty five. But how did you know her in your circle since you were at like an all? She was school? she was outside of school. We all would hang out after school, like all the you know the kids. Eighteen. In the she was in high school as well, or was she? Yeah, I was eighteen. I graduated high school like a week before I turned nineteen. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, but she I, she was a little bit older um, than I was, and um, I, I had a huge crush on her, and um, I remember. <laughs> I remember like asking my buddy, "Hey, do you think she's gonna go to the prom with me?" And um, I mean, I have to s- tell you what this girl looked like too. She was like, she was the coolest kid. Like, she was like one of those really cool chicks. That um, she was really pretty, but not she. She could have been a, such a bitch to people, but she wasn't. Like everybody liked her. She was super nice to everybody. 
Um, but she looked sort of like Stifla's mom when Stifla's mom oh, was beautiful. young. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But like still like but- older, like a like an old like a young aunt that like lies about your age so you can hook up with her friends. Like Got that it. kind of person who's like, oh, it takes you to rock concerts, lets you drink in her garage. Like a mature girl still yeah. in high school. Yeah, I remember those. There was like, in junior high, we I moved from Canada to Texas, and there mm-hmm. were, I was like a little girl. I mean, I was like. You still look like a child. Oh like. my God, thank you. <laughs> I need to hear that every day. But, um, but I look, I mean, I was like, I was a little girl. Like I, I hadn't even I didn't have a bra or anything. Like, and these girls were wearing like Victoria's Secret lingerie. They were women. They were sexually active and doing smoking pot and stuff. And I was like, still watching Sunday morning cartoons. <laughs> like, I was, I was a little girl. So yeah, there's a big difference. Well, I mean, and in- and where I come from, we, you grow up really young. You grow up like I had a job when I was nine. Oh wow! Um, and that would only, because I wanted one. I wasn't like my parents weren't like, oh, go make iPhones or nothing like that. <laughs> like work in the factory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nikes. <laughs> no, I want my brother had a paper route and he didn't want to do it anymore, so I just took it. I took his and I turned nine houses into like thirty six houses. Oh, that's great. Which made my dad hate Sunday mornings because the paper was like each paper was like three pounds a piece. <laughs> And he helped you run the... He helped me put them together and drove me... I would sit in the trunk and he would drive me around. Oh, that's so cute, though. He must have been so... Like, what a little entrepreneur, like this kid that just... I like like sneakers and still do. And uh, I wanted nice sneakers. I like the way you say sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) I love a Boston accent. Okay, go on. Sneakers. Sneakers. So I... um, I I, uh, Yeah. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, so, so I want to ask this girl, mature. and you remember what it was like back in like the late '90s? Oh, I remember the guy who asked me to prom. It was so sweet. Like I, yeah. Go, go ahead. Well, I mean, so I actually like. I was very shy, but um, there was a boy that I liked, and I didn't know if he liked me or not. And uh, but my friend David asked me to the prom as a friend. Um, he's like, "Would you go with me?" It's David Gallegos, and uh, <laughs> and I said okay. And then the guy that I liked asked me, but of course I wouldn't not go with David, so I went with him. And he was a real sweet guy. Um, but I was so shy around boys. Like I didn't. I mostly just danced with my girlfriends all night. And it's like, and he took me out for like the nicest dinner. He was so sweet. I think he wanted more than it than just to be friends. But yeah, I he didn't definitely know how, did. Yeah, he did. Probably at that time. I mean, he was so sweet. But no, like, probably then he want. He, but he bring I, it to the like the the, in nice, the nice restaurant, which he probably had to like either beg his parents for the money or saved up like you with the paper route or whatever. Because mm. you know, I went to a really really rich school. Like kids were super rich there, but then there was like kids that were kind of. He was one of the kids that was bust in kind of thing. Oh, okay, like he didn't live in the neighborhood and. He was um, like the re- the karate kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there were there were the white kids that lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. And then like you know, kids that didn't and that's true even now to my kids school right now although it's mostly like white kids in asia it's crazy how segregated the schools are and the quality of education in the public schools right now like it blows my mind like my kids go to an amazing little elementary school but um all the kids that get bust in are pretty much korean wow yeah and it's just like in houston it was it was like that too because i lived in memorial which is like this super fancy like beverly hills now my parents struggled to keep us there my parents were up like you know upper middle class or whatever they mm-hmm. had to work very hard to make sure we could live in like nice neighborhoods but yeah so david 
And I, I've seen him actually years. He came to see me at one of the shows. That's awesome. Yeah, I was so excited to see him. He was Did really he have like a guy. wife and kid? And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. He's all. all he over. looks like a like an older version of what he what they look like in high school. Everyone does kind of yeah. now. I mean, they. It's always weird to see mind. that one person that you don't recognize, though. They, they're like so different looking. No, I don't. It's like a, someone would cast them. Like they're bald the, the and like them you in don't... a movie. Yeah. And then they get the older them, and it's like either really ugly or really good looking. Either yeah. Danny DeVito or Bradley <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, some people improve, but I think it's most people don't, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. know. I think I I was like I was the most awkward teenager. Me too. I'm I feel like I'm better now. Yeah, but I, I mean just. But I looked. Aging, I had the though. same face. Like I had a, the the face of a thirty year old. When, when you I were was in 13, high school. it was the weirdest thing. I could buy liquor. I could buy really? alcohol, and that'll play into the story when I get back to it. Okay, cool. cool. But, so you looked mature. She looked mature. Well, yeah, I looked, I looked, but I had the face again. The face. I was like Damone from Fast Times, like the face of a grown up, but the body of a kid. And I had like, I, I, you know, I was awkward. I had, I was, I had acne and stuff like that. And um, I remember my buddy got me, asked her sister for her phone number, and he gave it to me. And um, I'm sitting there in the kitchen. I'm looking. You know that holster for the right uh, cordless? the phone on the yeah. <laughs> Uh, just after the rotary phone, the right, with right, the long cord or whatever, like um, super advanced. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'm looking at this space age piece of technology <laughs> sitting on my wall, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, this is like just looking at it, like, oh, this is like my worst nightmare. Oh, so it's like, gotta take so much courage to do it. Yeah, it was weird. I, so I just called her and I was like, I ripped the bandaid off. I was like, the hell with it, just do it. I called her. She said yes, and then I, I hung up the phone. I was like, what am I gonna do now? I gotta take this like this. She's if there was such thing of a, as like in the group of my friends, or the the circles that I ran in. If there was a head cheerleader, she probably would have been. So it. you got the hottest, coolest chick well, to go with. It you was prom. it was in her mind. It was like, oh yeah, my nickname was Fonz because my last name's Fontana, uh-huh. not because I was cool at all, um, <laughs> at all. Um, well, you must have been cool. You're getting the hottest girl in the school. I to hung go around with. with I hung around with. I, I was the funny guy, so okay. I hung around with the the tough kids and the cool kids, but I wasn't one of them. Hmm. You know what I mean? It was weird. Um, but I, I mean, I they they always they were I had I'm still friends with them to this day, and um, I still she and I are Facebook friends. She's married with two kids, and I she, we go back and Does forth. Does she still look as hot as she did back then? She's still pretty. Yeah, okay, good. she's still she pretty. Gets it together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Be careful. Um, okay. All right. I'm not. Oh, what? I'm not. No. Saying, no. No. What do you know? She looks amazing. I get it. She looks amazing. She looks hasn't aged a day. She looks fantastic. You're beautiful um, wherever you are right now. I'm not. Yeah. She's not listening. She's what we, what we're kids. laughing at had nothing to do with that <laughs> at all. It was just about. Yeah. Something no. No. Else. Something sort of aside. It's just okay. Spill some water. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, so. She, I, I think she totally knew it was just a friends thing. But in my head, I'm like, you know how you think, you, you overthink everything. You're like, oh, this could turn into something. This right? could be cool. Who knows? Aww. And I'm like, what am I well, gonna? Prom is like, Aaron, isn't that the night of the year where like most people lose their virginity? Allegedly, like, yeah. That's supposed to be it, didn't, right? Didn't work that way for me. Me either. <laughs> no. Me neither. <laughs> um, so we were all virgins at prom. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I was a late bloomer. Were you? How old were 19. you? Nineteen. I was twenty-one. I was really late. Sheesh. Yeah, I know. What a waste of Ugh. pussy. Yeah. All those years, I could have. 
<laughs> and then I got married early, so yeah, my I'm How practically you, a virgin. When you got married? Um, well, I did, well I did, it wasn't that I got married, but I met my then husband I'm like 24, I guess. Wow. So I didn't have very many relationships at all, like yeah. literally. Like I had that one boyfriend who gave me the promise ring. He was my first, and he's the one that gave me the ring. Uh-huh. And then that was like a year we were together. And then I had two very short relationships: one with a friend, one with somebody. Who just we traveled together, and then I met my husband. That's then, awesome, though. I mean, you know what? That's nah. it's not equality, not quantity. No, I've had no. a lot of quantity. There's like a, dic- there's, like a qu- there's like a quota. Like a predestined quota we get, like depending on how you look and who you are. <laughs> it's a dick quota. Yes, a dick quota, <laughs> pussy quota. Yes, yeah. I, I've had this theory forever. I've probably talked about it before on the podcast because I think that, like, I did not. Well, well, it's yet to be seen. But There's still a lot of soup <laughs> left in your bowl. Yeah, <laughs> my quota has not been met by any stretch. So I guess, unfortunately, or for, I don't know, whatever. But twenty-one, yeah, that's too late. That's uh, that's yeah. weird. I, don't, I mean, where you said you grew up again in Canada, Canada and then Texas. Yeah. So we moved like, yeah, in between. Yeah, I was really, but Canada was very innocent where I was. And then Texas was this, this weird, like, instant, like, I said, these girls were so mature from where where I'd been. But I was still, like, super nerdy. And, I, I, I was the a lot stinky, of time smelly in girl. Do you, you remember? Oh, you were? Yes. You were the smelly girl? Yes. I was. <laughs> I, was I had armpit <laughs> hair. Yeah, that was me. And, like, through junior high with the braces and the armpit hair and the, and the BO. And, like, nobody took time out of their life to help me, like, figure out how to, like, shave and put on deodorant and stuff. Like, nobody was there for me. I don't oh, know where they were. Oh, no. God. That was me. Oh, and then we moved again between junior high and high school, so I had to like find new friends. And really, it wasn't till like junior senior year that I found my friends, and we're still friends to this day. That's awesome. At yeah. least you found them. I found them. At least you weren't that kid <laughs> in the at, like, of... alone at home making a list yeah. of people that you want to clip. <laughs> well, after, I, I like, do that now. <laughs> you just got this list, and you, you <laughs> scratch it off with uh, lipstick. You're yeah. Just like, nah, I killed yeah. that one. Yeah, that, that's oh, that's man. that's what I do at night now. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, so you've got this hot chick. She's so gonna come I, with you to prom. So I call her, do the thing. She says yes. I get off the phone and I'm like, okay, I gotta grab a tux. So me and my buddies, my buddies all get these out of town girls that nobody knows to go to prom with them. Well, just some they're random boys' school too. It's gotta, yeah. they gotta have to a further reach, I guess. It was weird though. There's so many girls that we grew up with. They could have taken, but they took. These rando chicks. The horse like, from out of town. From like, yeah, from like the suburbs. Like we didn't know mm. who they were. Um, but I'm like freaking out. And um, some of my friends who are a little bit older than me all went to other schools. Um, I was like, what do I do? I, you know, they were like, grab some booze. And I was like, what do I get? Like, I'm, I, I, at this time, I had never really drank. I had drank like twice in my life. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, so I didn't know what, which was funny because like six months later, I was like a bartender uh, at like after I graduated high school. I was like working at- At 19? Yeah, I was bar backing at a a nightclub in downtown Boston. Um, So they're like, just get, um, and this guy, like I was the most responsible one of our crew, of our group. And- I'm now looking to these degenerates for advice about what kind kind of like these some of my friends were drinking since they were like 14. Then the guy that what had been he's like, "Oh, just grab a bottle of Southern Comfort." And I'm like, "What's that?" He's like, "It's a little it's a whiskey, but it's like sweet." And I'm like, "Oh. All right." So I went, I grabbed it, put it in my my prom backpack. And uh 
you know, the kit that you put together right. <laughs> with your jeans and like your, your like whatever, your booze and like 10,000 condoms because you're going to use 10,000 condoms <laughs> that one night. Um, and uh, yeah, I put it in that and uh, we get in the, the bus, we get a party bus, a van, whatever. And I'm, she's not there yet and I'm nervous. So I, I, the bottle is, you know, that big. Um, I don't know how many ounces. It was like a regular bottle too. And I drank uh, like probably a quarter of it. <gasps> mm. <laughs> so and you're like not a drinker. She and... comes and she comes to, she gets there and we take pictures with my, and my fan, like I'm in the van and I'm drinking and then I get out and I'm like, my parent, all our parents are there taking photos and stuff. Oh, dang. And I'm just like, yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. I'm loose as a goose. I'm like, got my arm around her. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Life of the party. Everybody's like, wow, he's, you know, completely different right now. Get back in the van, start driving to prom. I'm like, do you want some Southern Comfort? She's like, yeah. Were you little. driving? No, no, no. Oh, it's, okay. uh, it was, uh, it, like, we had a driver. Like a, like nice. Okay. And um, she has a little, and then she's, I was, she's like, have you had any? I was like, mm, just a little bit. And I just take it and I start pounding. I don't know what booze can do to me at this stage of my life. So oh. I, it looks like soda. Southern Comfort looks like stale Coke, right? I mean, it's not as delicious. Not nearly as delicious as stale Coke, but um, so probably half. It was a forty-five minute ride to the oh, to no. the venue, and probably halfway there, I sort of start losing memories. And uh, I remember getting up out of my chair to go out of the seat in the back of the van and opening the door, and I had the bottle in my coat, and like it falls out. And it slides across the parking lot, and it hits my principal in the foot. <laughs> it hits him in the and my friends are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And I'm like, like all over the place. Like I'm, uh, like one of those when you you know those old flowers back in the '90s that when you like those plastic flowers, if you sit, oh, the it dancing would dance, ones. That's yeah, that was with the sunglasses on. I was like that, just sort of like. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it was it was so bad. Um, so my friends take me over to a dumpster, and they try to like you know give me time to sober up. And the principal's just standing there like shaking his head, like what, you you guys are idiots. Like right. I, I I've I've caught him. Right. He's caught. And another buddy um, got caught. Another guy and my buddy Jimmy he got caught as well. So they take me and Jimmy upstairs into this private room. This is like we're in a mansion. They rented this. I, I did not go to, like, a, a very, like, prestigious high school or anything like that. But for one reason or another, for prom, they rented this mansion to have this the event at. So we're up in this thing, and they bring us food. And one's meat, and one is pasta. Oh, no. And we, like, we go from being friends, like, yeah, but this is hysterical. Like, just dr- just stupid drunk kids just sitting next to each other about to get in trouble. And uh, they bring the food in, and we almost fist fight over who gets the steak <laughs> and who gets the pasta. And then two minutes later, we're back to being friends, and we're trying to plan our escape out a window that's nailed shut. <laughs> <laughs> and we turn around, and there's state troopers. There's two state <gasps> oh. troopers in the room with us. Oh, no. They're, they uh, wanted to scare you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's prom jail. Prom, yeah. <laughs> prom jail. Everyone. Prail. <laughs> Prail. 
And uh, we there were four teachers, and I, I remember turning over, over by the window and trying to open it up, and it's just not open. And we and where's around. this girl, though, that you brought to She's downstairs this with a bunch of strangers, by the way. She's down Aww. with all my other friends in their, in their anonymous dates, those girls that from out of town Aww. that nobody <laughs> knew. So she's sitting there with her arms crossed, like probably pissed. And I'm upstairs in this thing, and uh, I, I turn around, and I see four of my teachers and the two stage troopers. And I was like, eh, like pointing at the state troop and going, eh. And then I pointed at a teacher. I was like, hey, Mr. Murphy, I always liked you. And then I'm like, this one, blah, 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 blah. And I get to this guy. I don't want to say his name, but um, I get you. You were always such a fucking asshole. <gasps> oh, no. What a dick you were. Like and, and like he's sitting there. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he probably thought it was hilarious, though. I mean, he's just like, the, not this guy has zero no, sense. No, of humor. okay, Nothing. all right. Because I would think that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so cut to, um, we're sitting there again. We're sit, we're, they put us, they make us sit back down. I'm like, this is the worst. I start sobering up a little bit, and I start thinking about her downstairs. And I'm like, man, how do I get out of here? It's like I gotta go to the bathroom. So I get out, and they're like, all right, it's right down the hall. Just come right back. And I was like, fine. And I go out and I look down and I see the stairs that go straight down to the dance floor. So I'm like, tell that I run down the stairs and I find her. Well, no, I run down the stairs and I go to the DJ. Because <laughs> you have to go to the DJ and put on your song before you find the girl. <laughs> oh. For one reason or another. And I don't even remember what the song was. It was probably like, like, I. California Love, or like some Tupac or Biggie song, because uh, that was relevant. Could have been I don't even Led Zeppelin. I don't. I have no. I don't remember what I said. The guy. I remember the guy looking at me like you're not even speaking English. Uh, and I find her, and she's she's sort of pissed, but she's like kind of laughing at the same time. And then the teachers all come downstairs, and then the guy that I was in the room with sort of just like sort of stumbles down the stairs too. Like where's everybody going? Because uh, they all came to look for me, and they're like, all right, he's fine. They let us. They let me and the other kid enjoy the rest oh, of the Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I was a mess. I was just, they. I missed the pictures. My mother paid like a hundred extra dollars for. Oh, so your mom had to find out about all this stuff too. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. They well, called. This is such they, a bad story though. Is oh, this? You, well, it gets better. Oh, it gets better. Okay. All right. So um, we go, there were a bunch of people from another prom had a hotel room rented. Oh, okay. The after prom. That's when they think, I think things get really crazy. And I called my parents, and they were like, you're out, you're, you better enjoy tonight because you're not going to see the light of day. For... <gasps> and, and I'm 18. Like, I could just be like, you know what? But I had I so could join the work. army. Yeah, yeah, I could join. I just jump in the military real yeah. quick, you know? <laughs> yeah. You... <laughs> um, so we go to the, the hotel, and... Uh, it, it was pretty clear that, that nothing was going to happen between me and the, the my date, and that I I, I would I had come at peace with that, but I thought like uh, I get into an, a fight like not a fight like a fist fight, but I get into an argument with like her sister about something stupid, that it was totally me. It had nothing to do with her sister. <laughs> it was just totally me because she had showed up, and then another girl that I knew showed up, and then everybody just sort of like decided to pass out and fall asleep. So I'm on the bed, and I wake up at like five in the morning or whatever and I look over and I see her kissing another dude so I was like ah oh, this is the worst this is so bad ah um and I think it was like a guy she was dating too 
like she had sort of been dating. So she like let him know where she was going to be that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm like, gonna, I'm going to I'm Maddie's like, prom, and then uh, afterwards, come find me. Yeah, come find me. We'll she's make eighteen, up. so he's like twenty five. Yeah, so he, she's this mature girl. He's yeah, he's like a pro baseball player. That's right. No, he was he was like a really great break dancer, actually. Okay. He's one. I, yeah, this so, this story gets more random. So the next morning, I we wake up, we all go. There's like fifteen of us. And we all go down to this thing. It's like a, um, it's sort of like a norms or a, um, like a IHOP. It's called Bickford's. Hmm. Um, no, I'm sorry. It's Howard Johnson's. And uh, we get this big table, and all of us sit. Are at the you gonna table. vomit? At, yeah, I figured that's coming. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> it's, it's it's so much better than that. So they they you know we sit down. I I drink. I chugged two, three glasses of OJ, and I, I go from feeling like shit to feeling amazing. Because you know how your hangover is when yeah. you're a kid. It's, like, almost non-existent. And then all of a sudden, like that, I feel like shit again, and I run towards a door with a blue circle on it, like a bathroom, you know? Don't look at the door. Open it. Open the handicap stall. There is a woman <laughs> sitting on the handicap toilet. <laughs> you vomited on her? I, I vomited on her vagina. I, I vomited <laughs> on a pussy. <laughs> I threw up all over this woman. <laughs> she's just sitting there like, no, no, like, her, like blinking and like, like she's like starting to like sort of dry heave as well. Like, she, like she's like crying. Like I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I run out of the bathroom and I like sit at the table like nothing happened. <laughs> Wait, did she not lock the stall? You know how that goes. If you don't know a public restroom, and especially in a shitty restaurant like that, the stall nine times out of ten isn't gonna walk. Lock oh, no. no. Oh my god. So I'm sitting there. Okay. No car. Like she had her like she was she had her pants down to her ankles. Like she was and she's like sitting there and imagine Wait, what What was when you say lady, like was she like I'm visualizing this sort of heavy 40s? set woman? No. And, uh, what 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 are you what are you what are you puking on here? Let's get <laughs> Oh what caliber on a scale like, what, of one? No, just what what like what, what was she was she out to dinner with her with her family or breakfast? Well, it's the she... morning, so I, it, she, she had like her her she was like a mom. She's like <laughs> ethnically ambiguous, probably <laughs> probably five five to five seven. I don't know. Um, I just her she had a flowery shirt on that had puke all over it. Oh god. And like I saw her pants and her her undies down at around her ankles, so I know Was I got, it? I know I got I I, I I hit some vag with my puke. <laughs> Did it land on her clothes too? It landed every like it was just like right on top of her, like, and this I was woman. just standing there like, oh god! I was horrified. I felt She's so just bad. Sitting there after me. <laughs> yeah, just taking a squirt, probably like just minding her own business, <laughs> and then all of a sudden some cr- idiot. Some hungover idiot. Are just, you? Are you in? A, in a, you're still in your tuxedo. I'm in my tux shirt and my tux pants, and I got those shiny rental shoes. Yeah. You know the shiny rental tux what shoes. You just ran out of there. You're like a blah, and then I was like, I'm so sorry, and I, I jetted. I took off and I sat back at the table like nothing happened. Oh, and everybody's looking at me like, what's what happened? I was like, Nah, I'm fine. And then like two minutes later, the manager comes over. He's like, Yeah, you got. You all have to leave. Like he threw every single one of us. He threw the whole table out. <laughs> but what about this woman? Like, y- I, I didn't. I, I mean, would you go back in and try and check on her? Like, 
<laughs> Guess she got her breakfast for free. Again, yeah. <laughs> what they, you get to eat when it. somebody barfs on you. Oh my god. <laughs> Just drenched in my puke water. Oh god. <laughs> She's like going to church after that, or yeah. just imagine if she did do that. She just went about her day, like she just goes to the supermarket with like she's the rare one that's into it. She's yeah, like, she's if you like, got my uh, vagina, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I needed. Uh, that's so good. <laughs> she goes like, I find she finds me on Facebook. I'm like, a, I'm missing. What are those things called? The um, uh, missing miss, connection. Missed connection. <laughs> like on, I did, I'm just looking for the guy who threw up, threw up all over me in the in the Howard Johnson's bathroom and. Uh. Just, uh, what is it? May of <laughs> you said it's a small town, though, but you did not have a connection. Well, the thing is... To the woman gr- you puked on. I grew up in South Boston, which is a small neighborhood in a big city. And this hotel was on the side of a free... This motel... Oh, so she could have been from any... She's not yeah, like your not, mom's friend or no, something. <laughs> that would have been beautiful. Oh, my God. That would have been awesome. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Later that night... Well, we, we, we... Just picture this, though. A bunch of hungover teenagers in their tuxes, not getting their breakfast, not getting... Like, just looking all... Like, 14, 15 people just oh. staring at me like, you piece of shit. Like we're standing out front waiting for like our respective rides to come pick us up. Did now. they know what you had done at this point? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, they, they were just looking at me like and again, it's like an only you, Maddie. Like this is the only this only could happen to you. Um <laughs> But what about her? I've just like only, I, this only could happen to you, like the, uh, pa- Pamela. You know how like, you, you're the only one that, that you could be seeing yeah. in the <laughs> Pamela. I love I get, that name. I get, Barfed on. Pamela. I, I wonder, like, I, I think I, I don't harp on that part of the story. Like, I try to move forward from that part of the story because I feel so bad that for Pamela, that you've named her, you've affectionately named her Pamela. Um, I feel so bad for Pamela that I don't want to, you know, that guilt to, to settle in. And I mean, I don't know. I, I I hope she did enjoy it though. I hope that, <laughs> that imagine that if she was one of those weird freaks that loves that shit. Just, that you just made her day. Yeah, oh, uh, I just made her day. Yeah, her half died here. Her roots were like her silver roots were kind. Of, I remember weird things about the way she looked. Covered well, you, in my puke. I, you just made me think of something. When we were in Florida, my, I walked my daughter into a restroom, and there was an old woman, probably like in her late seventies who didn't close the handicap stall. So when we walked in, we walked right in to see her bent over. She was on, she her naked butt was in the air and she- She was wiping? No, she was looking on the ground and and she goes, <laughs> she, she literally said, <laughs> found a penny, heads up. And then she <laughs> What people will not see is the lip quiver that you just did that was absolutely hysterical. <laughs> she <laughs> found a penny, heads up. And then she went right back to, and we, my daughter and I just couldn't stop laughing. It was the funniest. <laughs> just when you walk into a bathroom, what are you going to see? So, I had a lady say, I, I run a bar, which we talked about um, when I'm not doing co- all things comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Sketch and stand up and stuff like that. And, and running um, on the treadmill and eating egg whites on eat white, eating my LA egg whites and barfing on women and barfing on Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> I um, <laughs> God, uh, my parents don't know that part of the story. I haven't told them that yet. <laughs> How so do they not know that? I should. I should. My dad would love that. Um, <laughs> where was I going with that? Oh yeah, I I was I had a customer at my bar one night and it's these two like people in their fifties, 
and um, this lady's drinking. She's getting she's, she's getting kind of tuned up, and then they they're laughing. We're all having like a fun little three way conversation, and then the woman goes up. Oh, it happened again, Jim, and he goes, "Oh, really?" And I'm like, "What?" In the bathrooms upstairs, and she goes to walk up the stairs. She has a huge brown stain on her. She shit herself. Oh, happened again, Jim. Well, like it's like this thing that happens every. Found a penny. Week. Heads up. Happened again, Jim. <laughs> it was probably the same lady. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Jim goes and barfs on her. Okay, so was there anything else to this crazy story? Sounded like. I think that that's, that's the uh, button. That about does I it. I think Pamela's the button. Yeah, when you barf on somebody's kind of like done. Yeah. Tapping out. I don't think there's anything. I mean, I did get pulled over that night when I was driving to my oh, friend's shit. house, and they were like, "Have you been drinking?" I was like, "Look, dude." Like it was a state trooper, and I was like, "Look, dude, this is." I told him the whole story, and he was like, "That's what happened to you last night." And I was like, "Yeah, that's why my eyes are kind of bloodshot. I'm not drunk. I'm just, you know, not feeling well." And he was like, "Dude, get back in your car. That sounds awful." It's <laughs> like I'm so sorry. That is such a good story. It's funny because it's a slow crescendo to a, a huge payoff. Well, you don't think it's gonna like you, you. You think it's gonna be like, oh, my heart was broken by this girl, and it wasn't really that because I didn't have like a such a. I, no, I, you barfed I, on a woman's vagina, I a stranger's on vagina. A woman's Puss. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, I love it. I love it. You've told, you have shared with me some pretty fucking funny stories just on the side. So I can't. I just you're hilarious. Thanks. So how can people find you? Um, at Matt T. Fon- on Instagram, I'm at Maddie, M-A-T-T-Y-F-O-N-T-A-N-A 13, the number 13, Maddie Fontana 13. And my Twitter is at Lucky Lefty. Why Lucky Lefty? I'm left-handed. And 13, I don't know why Lucky. Huh? I don't know, it was like, sort of like a mob name that I gave myself. Lucky Lefty. Yeah, underscore 13. It's hard to forget it. My street art page is at Lucky Lefty underscore 13 on Instagram. Okay. Um, doing a show. Well, I don't know when this is going to come out. Are we pro- so okay? I don't know. You're doing a show, but you're always doing shows. Yeah. See, yeah. I mean, I got to run at Second City Mondays at seven. Called the um, uh, it's it's two more weeks left, so it might not be. I yeah, know I don't know, but gonna come but out, you're but at Second City a lot, right? You do a lot. I'm doing. I'm I'm there I, so now. I met you years ago doing like I, that show was so much fries fun. on the side. It was such a good show. Oh, I, you we guys, had so, so much fun. If there's any way to bring that thing back, it was awesome. It was kind of, guys, it was like this cool mock Saturday Night Live live show in which you had teleprompters. I would come in on the regular and be like the guest. like this, like. She was like the Miley Cyrus. She would um, like play the, and do sketches. Yeah, it was so much fun. I would play, I would come out in the beginning and do a couple songs like warm up the crowd mm-hmm. and then go back and then, and then you guys would write these um, really funny sketches. And then I would participate in ones that were appropriate. I was so nervous because I'd never done anything. But the teleprompters make it. That's how I got introduced into comedy. I was in a dramatic acting class. Well, like an acting class. Uh And the producer of the show, the guy, the head writer, the guy that created the show was in my class. And he was like, I did a scene from a play called Fat Pig. And um, he was like, dude, you're hilarious. Come to try my show. And he explained it to me and it sounded horrifying. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, it was I've, scary to do it because it's so. Well, it's like Saturday Night Live. You're, well, everything's first, live. The and... first person I ever did anything live with it was me and Christopher Titus. <gasps> yeah. Wait, Christopher Titus was on. He was. The he ho- was the guest host. Yeah. Oh, he's unbelievable. He was. He was phenomenal, and um, I didn't blow it. But then I started doing it every week, and the, I it, it it didn't stick for me really quickly. Like it was just it was really I'm, I. 
don't want to. I don't know. I, I don't read well. And reading, you get the skit. You right. get the it's script hard to read off the teleprompter. Right, and then they do like a quick sort a of quick, dry run, quick rehearsal. Yeah, and, and then, then you do it. So it. you kind of have to rely. And on it the was a popular show. There were actually like a decent number of people in there when We'd I did it. We'd sell out a lot. Yeah, we'd sell out a lot. It was so, it was fun. We went to Chicago, um, to San Francisco, Toronto, I believe. I wasn't in the San Francisco or Toronto groups. I came a little later, but uh, I went to Chicago with them. And did the sketch fest? Do they still fest. do it? Oh, it's no, stopped, right? No, it it stopped. I think everybody kind of did their started doing their own thing. Uh, the guy that ran it, I don't even know if he still lives in L.A. I'm not really in touch mm. with him anymore. Um, great really fun show though. I had yeah. such a blast, and it it kind of started. Th- the reason why I started doing stand up is because Dennis Hemphill, you know Dennis, um, I think. Yeah. He did the. Um, it's been years since I heard that name though. Yeah, he was doing the. Um, Room 5 show on Sunday nights. And I went and saw... I just wanted to see him do stand-up because I'd never seen him yeah, before. I haven't and seen him in a long time. He um, he was like, dude, you should try it. You should just do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I was like, okay, give me two weeks and I'll write something. <laughs> like Because that's what I thought with, it took, like just two weeks to write a set. And so that's such a lie. <laughs> such a lie. So I go and I'm like, yeah, I got about five, six minutes. And he's like, cool. He's like, you're going up after Brett. And I was like, who's Brett? And he's like, oh, it's that Brett Morin. And it was the first time I ever did stand up, and I had to go up after Brett Moore, and I was like, "How'd it go, though?" I, first times are always interesting. I had some friends, and I told some friends to come just to give me the the courtesy laughs. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh, so I can't really tell. I think I did well, though. I think I did well enough to want to keep doing it. Well enough, better than a norm, like someone who just started, because I did have the the comedy background with um, doing five years of sketch and. Right. Well, that and um, the, that that fries on the side really challenges you to be able to be like spontaneous in, in the that, moment. The guys that create, like the 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 four or five people that were there from the beginning, uh-huh. um, they were so good. They were so. Oh my god. They're, I mean, just being on stage with them made you better. Yeah. No, that was um, that was so much fun. Yeah, so. I had a blast. Well, cool guys. Um, Maddie, it's always so fun hanging out. I always love running into you. You and, too. And you too. Out, so. I wanted to hear your prom story, but we mine took too long. Oh, uh, it's not nearly as good as yours. I didn't throw up on anyone's vagina, and nobody <laughs> threw up on mine. So, therefore, <laughs> there's no reason to tell it. But, uh, guys, please check me out on online, Lana Turner, L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R. Keep coming back and listening to the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Tell people, subscribe, and um, rate us five stars, and keep coming back. All right. Thanks. Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.